Okay, so we're going to be getting into the uh, sentencing of Brother Polite and what we could learn about him, single mothers, and the black, well, the manosphere, period. Because this type of dude is also in the manosphere. Let's get into it. Fair use. Go ahead. Your Honor, the plea agreement includes um, an adjudication, seven years of state prison, followed by 10 years of reporting probation. As a condition of probation, the defendant it's, will- Would you say 10 years probation? 10 years reporting probation. Okay. The defendant will um, complete the MDSO program. The defendant will not be allowed to have unsupervised contact with children. The defendant will have specific terms regarding um, uh, where he may work and the ability to wear a uniform. Um, there are um, additional um, terms of restitution, of which uh, 5,000 has been agreed to be paid upfront within 24 hours, mailed to the defense, or sorry, to the victim, um, and additional restitution to be paid out on a monthly basis once he is out of custody. Um, and that monthly amount is highlighted in the written terms of the payment. Additionally, there will be a stay away order from victim TS and her mother which is also mentioned in the plea agreement. What is the total amount of the restitution? The total amount of restitution is $25,000. Okay. All right. Yes, Your Honor. Okay. All right. Okay, so Mr. Nowak, uh, the terms of the plea agreement are as what the prosecutor just stated, that you are gonna be entering a plea of guilty to the two counts of aggravated child abuse and one count of deliver, uh, contributing to the delinquency of a minor. You will be adjudicated guilty, which is a criminal conviction on your record. Do you also understand, sir, that by entering into this plea that it may subject you to involuntary civil commitment proceedings set forth in Florida statutes 394.910 through 394.931. Do you understand everything that I've said thus far? Yeah. Okay. Now, I want to also advise you, sir, that you are going to be sentenced to seven years in state prison to be followed by... He lied and said he didn't take a uh, plea deal. You just hear his voice say, yeah. Ten years of reporting probation. In addition to any of these special conditions of probation, you will also participate in and successfully complete a mentally disordered sex offender treatment program that you are also uh, not eligible. Okay, you, you may, according to the state, you may be eligible for early termination if all of the conditions of your probation have been completed, that you have had no violations of your probation and that uh, you have not been arrested for any other criminal offense. Is that correct, State? And to, to clarify, the terms stated in, in five is there is no prohibition on early termination. However, there is a requirement that any modification to this agreement be agreed by the state and the court. Okay. All right, sir. Now, with respect to this plea agreement, I have on each page next to defendant's initials MN. Did you, in fact, affix those initials to each page? I did. And have you reviewed each and every component of this plea agreement uh, going through page one and page through page four? I have. Now, it says on uh, page four, 
Having read the above-mentioned terms of this plea agreement and having been advised by my counsel, David Terrace, I, Michael Noak, freely and voluntarily enter into this plea agreement and agree to abide by all terms and conditions of this plea agreement and agree that failure to comply with any terms or conditions within this agreement constitutes a violation of probation and subjects me to be sentenced to the statutory maximum penalties provided by law for the crimes for which I am now pleading guilty. And then it has a signature over the name Michael Noah. Is that in fact your signature, sir? Yes, sir. All right. And I am now going to place my signature on this plea agreement. Pretty much, pretty much their hero is done. And you'll have some people who will defend a man who tried to block the mother of his victim from trying to go to the authorities. Okay. Let's go into what the mother of the victim has to say. Fair use once again. A victim speak out in court. And sentence to seven years. Give your name. So at this point, just go ahead and you can give us a an impact statement. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Michael Nowak. This is the first time I have spoken publicly about what you've done to my daughter and I. I have gracefully remained silent the last two and a half years. Two and a half years of pain, shock, disbelief, PTSD, constant nightmares, and daily triggers. Trying to help my daughter heal when I'm not even healed myself. What you have done to my daughter, myself, and my entire family is inexcusable. You hurt us all. You made me believe that you were such a great man and you could do no wrong. You made me fully trust you, and for that, my daughter trusted you too. But the truth is, you're a monster, a demon. The very first time that I allowed you to be alone with my daughter, the very first time and you couldn't even help yourself. You told me you was gonna be right back You're going downstairs. We're gonna grab food and take vacation pictures. You told me that you wanted to have a one-on-one -on -one talk with her about loving and respecting me as a great mother that I was and am. And I actually believed you. I believed that you were going to bring her right back. I thought you were going to have this trusting conversation with her that you promised me. Her and I both trusted you. For a grown man to violate a child who trusted him, you should be ashamed of yourself. My thing is, is though, did she know about his activity, I mean, 
people are going to think you are victim blaming, but this is a occurrence that happens over and over again. With single mothers dating these types of men. Why did he have to have a one-on-one -on -one talk with you about how she's a great, how the mother's a great mother? The daughter already knows that. Why have one-on-one? -on -one? Why can't you have that talk? with the mother present. When I had a conversation about this on the blue app last night, a lot of women, a lot of black women got offended when I said that Michael Novak, AKA Brother Polite is known as a pedo a chomo. Now that that's dealt with, we have to talk about these single moms who are given access to these men who don't vet these men properly. Okay. And you could see the backlash that I got. Talk to the brothers. Talk to the brothers. Why aren't you talking about the black men? You're too cowardly to talk to the black men about what's going on. You're too cowardly. You're a coward. Here's the thing. Criminals are going to be criminals. And criminals are dealt with, especially a male is dealt with harsher. Not only by his community, but by the justice system. And we know that. And you could talk to these men because nobody has the, the, the tattoo on their head that they, they're a child abuser. What you can do, and, and they're going to do what they, ever, they want anyway, but what you can do is talk to the first line of defense, talk to the people that have the children 90% of the time, and that is the single mother, especially the black single mother in the black community, in the hood. Okay? Especially in the hood. Not to say it doesn't happen other other areas, but to talk to the single mothers. All right? Like I said, those kids are with you 90% of the time. So you have to be the ones that are on P's and Q's to vet these men, to do a background check on these men. And if they don't like that, then they're not for you. That's it. And the sad thing is a white woman on the blue app and one of my one of my uh friends on the blue app agreed with me and another black woman very few black women agreed with me the rest of them were like oh man you're bashing black women no this has to be brought up to the forefront 
about these black single moms, as well as other ethnic groups, we were focusing on, because this is something that happens prevalent in the black community. You're given access to the to, um given access to these men to your bodies by not vetting them properly. And this happens a lot. Men that have come out of prison, men with shady pasts. Some of you will have men from prison in your homes, fresh out of jail. And then wonder why something happens to your child. This has happened more than once. You could look up the information. You could look this up. It has happened over and over again. And I, for one, am tired of seeing that. And this has to be brought up to the forefront. But the reality is, you know, unfortunately in the black community, especially in the hood, because this is where the problem really lies is in the hood. Okay, I'm going to say that. Not all of the black community, because you got some rich black communities. Google them. It's free. The, 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 the problem is, is that you don't like men, black men, talking about this. You rather have men like Umar Johnson, Brother Polite, in your neighborhoods, being your community leaders, instead of men like King Randall, who actually is giving a damn about the black community that is at risk, that come from broken homes, and will tell you the truth. You have to change your dating patterns. You have to, you have to vet these men. And if you don't want to do that, then you need to stay by yourself until those kids are of a legal age to talk to you and to defend themselves. For some of you, it will be best if the wait until those kids are 18 to date because many of you are too immature to understand the sacrifice of being a single mom. Some of you, when asked, all right, what about getting back with the father? Or you don't want to do that. Especially if that dude has not harmed you in any way. Some of you have kept your kids away from the biological father and pushed them off to the stepdad only to have disastrous results. Okay? Now, some people will ask, well, why are you bringing the manosphere into this? Because the black manosphere, okay, has men just like this. Okay? That they lift up. Frauds. Okay, you have sinful to pee that people liked. And a black manosphere creator that lifts them up. And when you talk about sinful to pee, people get mad because he was a pimp. Or how about Freeze? He's glorified in the black in the um black manosphere because he was a pimp. But let's talk about sinful to pee, who was arrested for impregnating a minor and assaulting one of his workers. You see, there, there is a lot to talk about when it comes to this individual and how it ties in with the manosphere. And let's not forget, we have Andrew Tate, 
Tate brothers, who people look up to and think he's cool. Never mind that he has said some questionable things. Things that affect, that will affect the next generation of young men, young boys coming up. And, you know, you'll have people still defending Tate. Umar Johnson as well, a man that says, uh, you know, I need those kids to be in my compound and the parents don't have to pick them up because I'm trying to program them. That immediately from that sentence, that should set off, you know, red flags in your brain. He's not to be trusted, but people still want to look to Umar Johnson as somebody as a, a spokesperson, a leader for the black community. Can't use King Randall, who's actually doing the work. This is something else. And and this is a and also you have people on on social media, black men saying that, oh, they're railroading him. Right. Right. So I'm saying. There have to be some sort of knowledge that this guy was a red flag, man. His past. I mean, this dude was also a student of Malachi York. Malachi York was a cult leader and was arrested for child abuse. His son is also arrested for child abuse and is in prison. Both father and son are serving time in prison. Is Brother Polite a chomo? That was a question that went viral in t back in 2021 when the news first broke about the alleged things he did to an underage person. Now, about two years later, Brother Polite, a self-proclaimed spiritual leader and motivational speaker, has been sentenced to seven years in prison after pleading guilty to a sexual battery of a 14-year-old girl who is the daughter of his girlfriend. Back in 2021, when Brother Polite was first arrested and then released on bail, he was first popular YouTuber unwind with Tasha, who broke the news. Since the case has been drawn widespread tension and outrage on social media as people waited to see the fruits of the trial. Tony the Closer, a real estate investor and podcaster, posted a video showing the Zoom conference where the judge read Brother Polite charges he was facing before the sentencing, as you'll see below in the footage. Brother Polite's victim's mother speaks, which was very emotional, according to the video. He was charged with three counts of sexual battery of a minor and one kind of lewd and lavicious act. He faced up to 15 years in prison for each count if convicted at trial. However, he accepted a plea deal that reduced his sentence to seven years, followed by 10 years of probation and mandatory registration as a offender. Brother Polite's reaction to the sentencing was him maintaining his innocence and insinuating that the accusations were part of a conspiracy to destroy his reputation. Whatever the truth is, he's still looking at a 2030 release date. 
if he serves the full length of his sentence. Brother Polite, whose real name is Michael Novak Jr., Nowak Jr., is a controversial figure who has a large following on social media, where his posts, videos, and live streams of his lectures and debates. In the past, he has been accused of scamming his followers out of money, spreading this misinformation, and promoting a cult-like mentality. He has been involved in several legal disputes and controversies over the years, such as suing the LAPD. Tony DeCloser captioned his Zoom video of Brother Polite pleading guilty with a message saying Michael Nowak just pleaded guilty to molesting a 14-year-old and sentenced to seven years in jail with 10 years probation. Okay. Many people on social media have expressed their satisfaction and relief that Brother Polite has been held accountable for his alleged crimes. They have also praised Tony DeCloser for exposing him exposing him and bringing awareness to the case. However, some of Brother Polite's supporters have defended him and questioned the validity of the evidence and the motives of the accusers. They have also accused Tony DeCloser of being opportunistic. Below is the video that first broke of the news of the rest a few years ago. All right. But like I said, people are still going to try and defend this dude in the hood. In the hood, that's that's how it is. Okay, ignorance reigns supreme. In the hood, that's how it is. It's just like in some of these uh, crooked black churches. Sing. Never mind the fact that he abused young black boys. Never mind that he was James Cleveland, R. Kelly. Never mind the fact that you know he abused minors and women. It's the fact that he could sing. That's it. That is how it is with some of the blacks in the hood. Unfortunately, that's how it is. And if you dare to speak out against their golden calves, you will be ridiculed for it. Okay. The same thing with Barack Obama. Okay. Pimped out, bamboozled, and played the black community like a fiddle. If you dare talk about him with some people, they call you everything but a child of God. And let's take a look at what Brother Polite is saying right now. Is he remorseful? Let's take a look. Fair use. Dropped every single sexual charge. I'm saying he's lying. Lying. He's going to prison. Lying. Again, the mother, the daughter, my accusers, in addition to the state, the prosecution, all agree they need to drop all of the sexual charges. So yeah, it's a victory, but it's bittersweet. It's a victory because I was facing life. No parole, no probation. Now you may say, how could this be possible if a minor was so-called molested and it was DNA evidence? And people say DNA don't lie. And I always said, people do. Well, let's do this. The serologist, the, the expert that so-called found six 
semen stains amongst a headscarf and a t-shirt. Never mind the fact, never mind the fact the whole rape kit said negative, negative, negative. They checked this girl for five different types of DNA, finger DNA, all types of different things. Checked her vagina, checked her mouth, checked her saliva, checked her excrement, checked her, her feces, checked her urine, everything came up negative. You would think because of all the violent acts I was accused of, how I came inside of her, how I came on her face, how I bust her mouth open from penetrating her so physically, that there would be some kind of trace of something, some kind of DNA, but the rape kit came up all negative. So now we're in a conundrum. So how the hell do we got, how does the DNA just skip to a t-shirt and, and a headscarf? Well, the serologist that did the report that labeled it semen stains, when you got high-powered attorneys such as myself, high-powered attorneys such as myself, then what happens is when you spend damn near 200 grand on your defense, you have the right to do depositions. We have our own private investigator. We have our own... He's saying a whole lot of nothing as he just pleaded guilty. Guess what? Forensics expert. So our forensics expert said this. Our forensics expert said, we want to take a look and see what's going on over there. So when our forensics expert took a look and examined these so-called clothes with semen stains, we had some questions about how did you definitively conclude that that was semen in the first damn place. So guess what happens after that? A deposition is when we interview anybody that's part of the situation, whether it be the mother, the daughter, the people who took the 911 call, whoever. The prosecutor gets to sit in while we interview them, while there's a court-appointed stenographer that types up everything. The prosecutor can hear everything as it goes so they can make a determining factor if they got a case or not. Point in case, we couldn't interview the serologist, Stephanie Thompson, because she mysteriously disappears when we want to question her about how she came up with those results. I'll say it again. The person who said that there were semen stains on the headscarf and the shirt, despite the fact the rape kit tested for five different DNAs, considering the egregious acts that I was accused of, the rape kit came up all negative, which science would suggest I did absolutely none of the things that I was accused of. Science would suggest I did absolutely none of the things that I was accused of. Yeah, right. Sure. Enjoy those seven years, if you even survive those seven years, because once it comes out what you did, you may not make it out. You may not make, complete those seven years, Mr. Novak. That's all I got to say. All right. You know what to do. Anything you want to know about this channel is in the description box. Like, share, and subscribe. Later.